May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In an oft-repeated story, Karl Barth, the great Reformed theologian of the first half of the 20th century, is asked how he would sum up his theology and vision of Christian faith. Karl Barth, who had published at least 50,000 pages of scholarly books and articles, is said to have replied, all of Christian faith is summarized thus. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. What Karl Barth and the old gospel song for children expresses is the central but double focus of Christian faith Our faith is grounded in what Jesus did for us and what Jesus does for us as we know it from the Bible. Christian faith is Christ-centered, centered on who the human Jesus was and who the living Christ is. Christian faith is about the man and work of Jesus Christ. And Christian faith is also grounded in what Jesus taught his immediate followers, and what those teachings continue to mean for all who follow Jesus today. The place we find those teachings, of course, is in the Bible, the Hebrew Bible Jesus knew and used, and the New Testament, which contains the teachings of Jesus and the earliest followers of Jesus. On this Faith Formation Sunday, we are reminded of the present tense truth of the children's song and the present tense nature of Christian faith. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. In Sunday school and in all forms of Christian education, we study the Bible and learn about Jesus because the Bible and Jesus have meaning for us now. Christian education is not the study of what persons once believed and what happened once a long time ago. Christian education is the process of informing and forming faith in children and youth and adult persons right now in the modern age. Modern research into the life and teachings of Jesus suggests Jesus was a wisdom teacher who taught his followers how to live. And as the master teacher of all time, Jesus' teachings continue to teach those who follow him how to live. Jesus was a teacher whose wisdom and wise teachings are as fresh today as they were 200, 2,000 years ago. In differing but complementary ways, Our scripture lessons for today are all concerned with God's wisdom as a way of life and how it is that we learn to live by the wisdom of God. In Proverbs, the pursuit of wisdom is lifted up as the highest goal of life, and the attainment of wisdom is equated with the knowledge of God. The ancient Greek philosopher Diogenes swam against the tide of his day by insisting that true wisdom arises out of action 
not out of theory. To make his point, Diogenes searched the streets of Athens looking for an honest man. Some 400 years earlier, the author of Proverbs made the same point, personifying wisdom as a virtuous woman. Wisdom, Proverbs says, wisdom cries out in the street, in the squares, she raises her voice. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? It's not the development of the mind informed by the wisdom of God, the goal of all that we do in faith formation. Proverbs reminds us that we are not really in the education business, but we are in the faith formation business, the wisdom business, the business of pursuing God's wisdom for daily living. I was half expecting some of our faith formation council leaders and Mary Park to pass out when I read the first line of our lesson from James for today. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters. I am reminded of the story of two men in the church who met each other on the street one day. One said to the other, have you heard about Harry? He embezzled the company out of half a million dollars. The other man said, that's terrible. I never did trust Harry. The first man added, not only that, he stole a car to make his getaway. The other man said, well, that's scandalous, but I always did think Harry had a bad streak in him. The first man then said, you know, Harry's no good. But what really bothers me is, who's going to teach his Sunday school class this week? Well, clearly James had a higher standard than just a warm body to teach a church school class. So do we. That's because James had a very high and worthy vision of the Christian life. To lead a life patterned after the wise teachings of Jesus. The epistle of James has not been widely read or respected over the last 500 years, ever since the Protestant reformer Martin Luther characterized the letter of James as an epistle of straw. As a result, even though the letter of James is attributed to Jesus' brother, Compared with the Gospels and the letters of Paul, James is not well known. Like the Proverbs of the Hebrew Bible, James' approach to faith could be characterized by wisdom. James offers words of wisdom. Perhaps you remember that phrase of his, be doers of the word and not hearers only. And he dispenses advice to young Christians. Our text for today is a good example. Here, James' concern is the destructive and even demonic power of harmful speech. It is difficult to do, James writes, but if you can control your speech, you can control your whole life, just the way you can control a horse with a bit and bridle. James also uses an illusion that could have come out of this morning's newspapers. He likens the destructive power of hateful and harmful speech 
to the destructive power of a small fire to ignite and set ablaze an entire forest. I guess you could say James would have tweeted, control your speech and you control your whole person. Fail to control your speech and the world is in peril. Well, James had a larger agenda than just giving advice about the destructive power of harmful speech. James is concerned with the question, how does faith take root and then grow into mature faith? James' answer differs in nuance from what you read elsewhere in the New Testament. Paul says, to grow in your faith, rely completely on the grace of God that we have in Jesus. Other writers emphasize the role of the Holy Spirit in your growth. James just puts it out there. If you would grow in your faith, he says, show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. These words are especially timely on Faith Formation Sunday. James would remind us that the church's goal is not to teach the answers and questions of some sort of divine jeopardy game. The purpose of Christian education is to inform and form people into the lived faith of the church. The Greek philosopher Plato said that the highest form of wisdom is to know the good and to do the good. We might say the same for faith formation. We are not simply concerned with teaching the things of God. We are in the business of equipping persons young and old to do the things of God. In the Gospel of Mark, The pursuit of godly wisdom is stated in terms of the teachings of Jesus. Jesus has taught his disciples for nearly three years by the time our scene for today unfolds, but still the disciples don't get it. Jesus has taught that his followers uh, will have to suffer even as he will suffer and then die and then be raised. He's taught them that those who follow him must be also prepared to take up the cross The disciples think following Jesus, though, is about who sits at his left and who sits at his right when his kingdom comes. It appears that despite his best efforts, Jesus was not entirely successful in imparting his wisdom to his followers. For he has to teach them again and again and again that the good life, the best life, the life in communion with God is the life lived in humble service to humankind. And then to drive home his point, Jesus takes up a child and says, this child is the model of the Christian life. If you would follow me, Jesus says, take up the manner and faith of a child. If you would learn perfect wisdom, The wisdom of God, look not at scholars and politicians, listen not to philosophers and theologians, do not seek earthly greatness and power. If you would learn perfect wisdom, Jesus says, learn from children. 
I've got to believe that best-selling author and Unitarian minister Robert Fulgham had this text in mind when he wrote that whimsical modern classic, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And what did Fulgham learn in kindergarten? You remember those words. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day some. Take a nap in the afternoon. When you go out into the world, watch out for the traffic. Hold hands and stick together. Be aware of wonder. Now that's the fun part of the poem that inspired his little book. Did you also know that Fulgham's folk wisdom is very much informed by the divine wisdom taught by Jesus? This is clear when you read the first stanza of that little whimsical poem. There the reverend Robert Fulgham writes, Most of what I really need to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, I learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sand pile at Sunday school. Jesus took a little child and put it among his disciples. And taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such little child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. Note the wisdom of Jesus is not be childish if you would be godlike. Nor did Jesus say following him would be easy. Not at all. The wisdom of Jesus is that the true religious faith is captured by childlike wonder and simple, unqualified, trusting love. The wisdom of Jesus is that true greatness comes through true service. Or as his brother James stated it, show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. Karl Barth was right. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. We are weak, but he is strong. In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.